Hey guys, welcome to Photography Insights, your one-stop guide to interviews with people in the photography industry. Just wanted to say thank you all for listening and supporting the show as always. And please do keep the Facebook and iTunes reviews coming in as always. And for episode 82, I bring you a very talented large format photographer called Jan Schlegel. So this is a analogue um, interview as he works in the analog processes and I came across his work through being featured in the Photo Classic magazine, uh, a fantastic magazine and something I reviewed. If you check out my blog you'll see more about that. Jan is a fine art photographer and you can see um, he considers the final print over any part of the process including the camera. And he's been known to spend 14 hours toning his prints so that each one is so individual it isn't like anything ever before. Now we concentrate this podcast more on the intellectual side of life, discussing um, culture and the race against time. It's both enlightening and shocking to hear what Jan has seen over a number of visits to some um, tribal regions many countries uh, around the world. So in this episode we talk about travelling to places like Africa and Asia, dealing with the Taliban, building wells, salt and platinum prints, language, large format cameras and how a picture is a mirror of us. So as usual please check out the website and hopefully you'll see some of uh, Jan's fantastic work um, I can't tell you how beautiful this work is. My only regret is I cannot see this work because I would love to see it face to face. I'm sure like most of you, um, the process he talks about with the printing is quite remarkable. And I just think it'd be amazing to see in real life, uh, especially after listening to um, what him and his friends and people have said about it. And I think the process itself is so great um, that creating this sort of individual work um, is pretty amazing it's such a crazy idea and obviously he has to spend so much time doing it but you're not going to have um, a true copy so it's not like doing a digital print or even a normal darkroom print where you can more or less get the same grade and tone um, what he's doing here is one print and then covering it so it honestly um, fantastic work uh, like I say it's a bit more of a serious interview so I did drop my random questions as a one-off for this one but obviously they'll be back in the next one so for now I suppose uh, let's roll the music um, and away our guest Jan Schlegel <laughs> Welcome to the show, Jan Schlegel. Hello. Oh, mate. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. It's my privilege. It's my joy. Thank you for, for asking <laughs> it's, me. It's... No, it's fine. Uh, thank you so much for replying. Um, you never know when you contact people through website forms, whether it goes through. It's like, you know, you're never quite sure the best way of 
contacting people. <laughs> I understand that. Well, I, I took a long time, as you remember, to, to reply because I'm traveling a lot and, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not spending so much time answering my emails. Uh, so, so but, but from time to time, I go through all my my inbox, you know, and then then I found it, and then I said, oh yeah, that's a good thing. Let's do it. Oh, that's very kind of you. So, no, I, I do appreciate you taking time out, um, especially like you say when you're traveling. It's a big thing. Yeah. To... So. So obviously, um, for anyone listening, I came across Jan's work through Photo Classic. Um, you know, I've done a review of this magazine. I think it's wonderful. And honestly, if you look at his work, um, it, it's mind blowing in the fact um, it's still portraiture, but you've got meaning in there. You've got real life. Um, it, it honestly, it, it just sets me back when I see images like yours. Um, you know, I, I don't know how I can pray to you anymore. <laughs> I'm turning red. No, no. <laughs> um, you know, I I'm just trying. You know, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's a fair comment. So, for anyone listening who hasn't seen Photo Classic, uh, Jan's obviously done different styles of posture, but some of the more prominent ones that. Uh, a lot of us love is um, from traveling and obviously you've got like tribesmen yeah. and tribes lady I don't know what the correct term is um, now please tell me more about it please <laughs> okay okay yeah. thank you <laughs> well this was you know I um, you are you are referring to the SN series uh, which is which is quite yes. uh, a big body of work with, with uh, maybe 160 images. Uh, you find them all on, on the website, and I'm still working on that on that series. Uh, you, you know, I, I went a few maybe maybe 15 years ago. I went to Africa. There was a big drought in in Ethiopia. Uh, so together with some friends, we we decided we're gonna go there and we wanna help. You know, digging a well. You know, building a well, helping with water. Yeah. Um, so we, we didn't know what to expect, you know, so we had some little money in our pockets, you know, we, had, we, we flew to Addis Ababa, uh, ended up um, renting a, a 4x4 a Jeep, and uh, we, we tried to find a driver for, for our car, you know, and uh, no one wanted to go into this region because it's really remote and and the Ethiopians are a little bit afraid. We are a little bit afraid of this region in the very south. So, but finally, we found a driver who never went there before, and he said he would take us there. Um, and um, so we got really excited. Uh, and again, we did not know what to expect. You know, we just wanted to help. And um, yeah. so, so we drove. It took us three days to get into the south, to, and. Uh, and we, we, we got into the tribal region or the border area of the tribal region and uh, I saw the first first people there from uh, from uh, you know, tribesmen, you know, and I was shocked. I was, you know, I did not expect that, you know, they they were wearing almost nothing and only some goat skin, you know, and had a spear in the hand and, and it, you know, <laughs> it, it looked really like 
I, I was I was just shocked, you know, that this still exists. I I thought this yeah, is like yeah, in the old right. movies, you know. And so I yeah. jumped out of the car together with my friend, and we walked over to this couple, you know, uh, of Tyson, and 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 we looked at them, you know, and they looked at us, you know, and it's like, and then like meeting two worlds, you know, and so we walked around them, and they walked around us, you know, and we were just laughing, and they. They're just super curious what's what's going on, you know. And we gave them some fruits, yeah. and we immediately sat down with them on the on the road and tried to somehow make contact, you know. Uh, we didn't speak their language; they yeah. did not speak our language, you know. It was really an interesting moment, and I got excited, <laughs> you know. Uh, I was well, you know, um, and I said, "Now we are on the right way here." <laughs> And I told the driver, we need to continue this road and going deeper into this into this region. Um, yeah. So I, um, so, so we, we continued maybe for two more hours, you know, and and with every ten minutes, you could see more people, you know, more tribesmen. It became more more Africa, yeah, uh, less okay. civilization. I felt, you know, and I said, wow, this is fantastic, you know. It was, of course, a very poor area as well. You know that's why you went there to help. So we, our driver finally said he's not going to continue anymore. He's he is scared, you know, and and uh, he stopped the car and, and said no no more driving. No, we we stop here or we better return back to Addis Ababa. Yeah. And I said no, we're going to stay here. You know, I knew I cannot force him to continue to. You know, and there was no road anymore. It was totally off-road now. And so we were stuck a little bit in this place, and it was a dried-out riverbed. And we we just stood at the car, and then a few children from from a village, you know, from a tribal village came, and they looked at us, you know, and they, we looked at them again, you know, and it was amazing, you know. I mean, they were, again, only having some skin gold, uh, as as their clothes, you know, and it was very simple, everything, and I said, man, this is fantastic. So after 15 minutes, you know, the woman came, first the children, you know, the woman sent the children to check out if we are okay, and then the women came, and they checked us out, you know, and they were laughing a little bit about us, and we were laughing a little bit about them, and then the warriors came, you know, after the woman, and uh, this was, we felt a little bit, there was, you know, with their spears and uh, their big knives and, and all of that, you know, and we felt, wow, this is maybe going to get intense here. And um, yeah. so they came and, of course, we still didn't speak the language, you know, but we had a lot of food with us um, uh, that we bought in the, in, in the capital of, of, of Ethiopia. And we gave them all our food, and you know, and we tried to explain with sign language. We are kind of good people, you know, and we want to help. And they somehow understood. And we asked oh, them if fun. we can see their village. So, and they said yes. And then we walked together with them into the village. It was a two-hour walk, and we had all our. We had a tent and sleeping bags and everything with us, you know. And so we we wanted to stay in the village, you know, 
um, and then started looking how we can help them. So we we ended up in the village, and it was like you know, like Africa, like you would dream of Africa. You know, it was a fireplace. You know, it was on a little hill. It was, it was just beautiful, and then the the little little, little huts um, that were built, and it was just amazing. And the people were were super friendly, and and we felt man, we are really welcomed here. So so yeah. we spent maybe three, four days just trying to connect with the village, you know. We didn't take any pictures. I had no camera with me, actually. No, oh, I wow. did not. And um, and um, and um, so, so but I got so fascinated by those people, you know. And so we started digging a well and, and we started to help and we built relationship. And every day, you know, the the village was with us, you know, we were sitting together around the bonfire, you know, we were singing together, they taught us dances, we taught them how children sing, you know, it was really fantastic, you know, it was, and and it's like, it's like encountering a complete new world, and, and they were open, yeah, and I saw so much beauty in them, and so much dignity in them, and I... He forgot, you know, that these are the poorest of the poor, probably. So, and um, then we flew back home, and I, I felt that I want to go back there and take pictures. So, two weeks later, I was in the plane again, um, and uh, I said, I'm going to go back to the village. And uh, so, I arrived there together with my friend, you know, and we... And the, the village was totally excited, um, you know, because when you return, that means something, you know, that means very important, right. you know, you care, you, you want to know how we are doing, you know. Uh, we still didn't speak the language, we still had no translator uh, into, the, into the, the tribal language. So, but I had my little camera with me, you know, which was, uh, what was it? Uh, um, I think it was a Hasselblad, yeah, a 503 CW, and I started taking pictures, you know, this, and, and we, we also said, okay, we, we built the well, so there was water in the village, which was, was amazing, you know, and we said we're going to bring soap, because with water you can bring hygiene. So we, we taught them, you know, and most of the sicknesses they have is because of the lack of hygiene. So that we we're yeah. gonna teach them how to wash, you know, the the babies, you know, the clothes, the the hands, the face, you know, or if they have a yeah. wound or whatever, you know. And it turned out, yeah. turned into a fantastic soap party <laughs> at the well. And and then in the later in the uh, afternoon, you know, when the sun was low, I started taking pictures of them um, with on black and white film. And then I flew back home and looked, developed them and uh, looked at my pictures and was badly disappointed because I did not see okay. the beauty, the dignity, the, the, the people that I found in the village, I did not see them in my pictures. I only found poor people. Okay. They looked all poor, they looked dirty, they, I did not find the beauty anymore, I did not find, you know, all of the things that excited me, you know, I, I did not, you know, yeah. and, and so um, I flew back 
<laughs> more pictures. Um, went back home again, you know, developed them, was again greatly disappointed, and went back, you know, and this happened exactly five times until I had my first okay. picture. And I, you know, with yeah. every trip, I realized I need what I need to change. You know, I, I realized I need to change my perspective on those people. I need to change the okay. perspective from where I'm taking pictures. You know, I came from far to top. You know, I said, no, I need to come from a little below, a little below the nose. You know, I need to, I need to isolate them from their surrounding because I just want to show the person and not the surrounding. I want to show the, the bayer the art piece, yes. you know, and and the uniqueness I wanted yes. to show, and so and then I said, well, I need a flash, you know, and I need a backdrop, I need a better camera. So I started using a large format camera, four by five ebony. So it took me five trips mm -hmm. until I had finally a negative <laughs> in my hands that I really liked, where I felt it's showing me now what I saw. And it's showing me now yeah. what I want to show to other people, you know. And and I, I, so I looked for a long time at this picture, and I said, okay, this is different from all the other stuff I've done before. And I I I said, okay, this way I want to continue, but it still was a pure black and white picture. Yeah, it was uh, taken I think on Kodak T Max. 100 film developed on uh, I think it was, it was Ilford paper. It was a great picture. I uh, my friends all loved it. You know, my, I gave it to all my friends. <laughs> and uh, oh, that's nice. but I still felt it's not really showing the uniqueness of those people. Yeah. It is. It is. It's showing them, but it, it's. It's not unique enough to me, you know, because when I look at those yeah. people or in general people, I find everybody is so unique. And and I said, I need to find a way how I can show this. And I can't show this in a in a photograph that's easy to reproduce and each one looks the same. Even so it's analog, yeah. yeah. But I can make a hundred copies on my in my darker, but they all look exactly the same. I said, I need to find a way that actually each print becomes unique, like the person is. So I was, I started, wow. I started researching a lot, you know, and I said, man, and I love black and white. Um, I tried color as well, but I did not feel any strength in that. So I said, no, I want to do it black and white, but I'm so sad that I can't show the the skin tone. <laughs> so I yeah, said, I, how would that be if I only tone the skin and the hair, you know, and they have this beautiful black um, brownish skin. I said, how, how would that be if I only tone the skin and the hair, because the hair is also dark brown or black brown, if I if I would find a way how I can do this, so I was experimenting for two years how to selective tone only the skin and the hair, wow. and then and then I found a way how to do this, 
you know, I tried everything. I, I tried using wax of a candle, you know, to protect the areas that don't, that should not be toned. Or um, I, I used Nivea cream, you know, to, as a masking. Yeah, I tried everything, you know. I, and then I finally, I finally found a way how I can do it without destroying the picture. But then all the toners that I found were far too yellowish. So it did not, it looked really weird, you know, the, the, yeah, the tone was too warm, the, the, too much going into yellow. And then, then um, yeah. I contacted um, a an, an photochemist from Aqua Photo, and an old one, who, who, he was retired, you know, and this was the time when Aqua was already out of business anyway. So, and he helped me to develop a toner where I can control the color of the brown of the toning and the contrast of the toning and, and, and so on. So it was quite amazing. And it took about two years. Um, and for two years, literally in my house and my bathroom, everything was smelling like rotten eggs, like sulfate in the toner. <laughs> But after two oh, years, God. I had a toner which was exactly doing what I was hoping to get. Is that always um, black and white then? So is that a black and white negative? It's all black and white, yeah. It's, it's a black and white negative and it's a black and white print. Yeah, and then I cover, I mask all the areas that should remain black and white right. so that only the, the skin and the hair would be turned into brown. That's amazing. It's, a, it's an yeah, eight to ten hour idea. process for a picture. Yeah, <gasps> so so it's all manual work. There's a little brush and <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah. So but this way, I found a way that each print is different from the other one, and it becomes yeah. unique. And you're telling me, yeah. So if you, if you look at the pictures on the Essentials on the website, you see they they are partially they are black and white pictures, but they also contain brown. Yeah. So yeah, I, I know so, when I was looking then, at them, I couldn't work yeah, it it's out. Yeah, it's a black and white process. It's yeah. It's done on normal black and white paper. In this case, I use Format Home 111. Um, which was the best corresponding to my toner. Yeah. Right. So, so in this way, you know, I, I could say, okay, each print is different. And it's reflecting yeah. the uniqueness of, of the, the person I took a picture of. Oh, yeah, and that is fabulous. That really so, is. So, so this was, so this was, <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I and I, of course I continued going to Africa. I maybe went there um, in you know in ten years, maybe fifty, sixty times. Or um, wow. you know, I fell in love with the villages. I went to tribes, different tribes, and so I continued it. You know, and I perfected a little bit my background techniques. You know, uh, how I print it, how I show it, yeah. you know, how I, how I do it. And uh, yeah, so this is how the Ascent series was born. <laughs>
Jeez, that's so, amazing. I, I, I would have never worked that so, out. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, each picture, it's, it's eight to 10, some, maybe 12, 14 hours even, manual work. After the print is developed, yeah. you know, the toning yeah. is, is just, yeah. And, and at the beginning, it, it worked only for every second picture. So now I'm pretty good in it. Now I'm pretty good in it. You know, if, if I do five, maybe one is, is going wrong. But yeah, and that's okay. That's a, that's a lot of time to do one photo, isn't it? So this must be quite hard for you to say, do a print and sell it then. Yeah, I mean, I can redo it, you know. It, but it will look a little bit different, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. so, and for me, of course, you know, knowing that a collector has it now on a, on, a, on a wall in his living room or wherever, is quite amazing because, you know, the people, the pictures show my friends. Each one that I photograph is kind of a friend. So I know they are in yeah. the living room now of this collector, you know. So I like the thought, you know, and, and to the to the to the villagers, to the people, I always brought back the photographs. So when I so because oh, I'm awesome. always returning, you know, going back to the same village, you know, um, at least a yeah. few times, you know, they always get the photographs, and it, this is the best part, you know. This is yeah, it's quite a then. <laughs> it's it's. I mean, in this country, we do time for yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's a little bit different from what yeah. I do, isn't it? <laughs> that's true, yeah. Jeez, that's, that's really amazing. So that, that, that I mean, was the beginning, yeah. How, how, And then, of course, I kept going, you know, and then I went to Afghanistan, I went to Pakistan, I went many times to Nepal, India. Um, so I, I, you know, the, the, I, I wanted to see every tribe I could find, you know, because I was just so amazed how, how, um, yeah, beautiful they are, so how unique they are. The, I was amazed about their culture, and I wanted to. I, I understood pretty quickly that we globalization will eradicate them. Uh, I, I saw it with each trip I did to the villages, you know, the influence of of globalization and I knew this is a race I'm on in a, in a few years uh, okay. we will not find those tribes anymore and it, this is what's happening you know I went back to to the to the very first tribe you know and it's yeah. not existing anymore the village is gone it's yeah it's not existing anymore it's and in the whole region in the, of the south Omor it's in these 15 years it's completely changed it's it's a it's a tourist attraction now in, in and most villages are not existing anymore and the traditions are gone and yeah so so i, I but, but i understood this pretty pretty quickly you know when i started going to africa mm -hmm. this is this is a race against time this is so That's so scary. i wish i wish um, it would not happen, but it's, you know, the last trip I did was, was maybe a few months ago and I was so shocked and I said, well, it makes almost no sense anymore going to Africa to me because there is no, no village anymore for me. So, yeah, well, 
this is part of history repeating yeah. itself, isn't it? You know, you, you could look at yeah. Native Americans, yeah. you, you could look at Aborigines in Australia. Uh, everyone's done this like westernization thing, haven't they? Yeah. It's scary. Have you ever heard of um, Edward Curtis in America? What's his name? Edward no. Curtis. No. He was um, from 1900s, okay. so he was a dry plate photographer okay. who did, documented the Native Americans. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he, he travelled for t two or three decades yeah. um, photographing the Native Americans in a similar sort of setting. And um, I've been in touch with his grandson, and he's going back to the same areas and taking pictures of their okay, relatives okay, cool. so uh, you know to me you know you've done like a similar thing here that you know these people are disappearing yeah. let's face it that there's there's not going to be many of them left so i think what you're doing is such a, so important yeah um you know that's... so yeah that was that was so the ascent series and and I'm I'm really amazed, you know, how 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 people responded to the series. I I did not expect that, you know. Whenever I show it, it's yeah, it's spectacular. It's it's amazing. The response is just amazing, you know. Uh, yeah. And, and another thing interesting here is how little you've talked about cameras. Oh, cameras are not important. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's just a tool, you know. It's to me. I mean, of yeah. course, you know. I like I mentioned, you know, at the beginning, I was using a Hasselblad, you know, and and uh, uh -huh. and then I was switching to large format. You know, I bought a large format for that uh, because okay. because I I felt like I need a better tool. You know, I I did not feel I'm getting enough. Um, strength into my pictures with with medium format. Uh, I, I mm -hmm. felt like, man, I, I need more more energy in my picture, and I knew it needs to be large format, you know, and I, I need more details. If you look at those images, they are super detailed. I mean, oh my yeah, god, yeah, you, yeah. You, you can, <laughs> yeah. It's I wanted I wanted to create portraits, you know, that you can go really close and study a face like you never would be able to do because you would be afraid being so close to the person. So, and I wanted to show everything, you know, actually more than the eye normally would see. And uh, mm -hmm. so I knew it needs, needs to be large format. Uh, that, that's the only way I can do it. I also unsharped the mask, uh, I, I unsharped mask the, the negatives in the dark room to enhance uh, the details, um, the appearance of details, and, and to get more depth and, and tonality into the blacks. Um, because it's black people, you know, you, you need the most details in the blacks. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I use a lot of, of old traditional techniques to enhance the, the quality of the, of the, the image, actually. Um, so, so, yeah, the, the camera is just a tool. I mean, for me, you, you know, to me, it's, I, I, have, I have quite a few cameras. Um, because for everything I'm doing, I'm looking what is the right tool for it, you know. 
So, yeah. so I'm, yeah, but the camera is not important. This is. Did you um, previously shoot large format then, so you knew how to work it, sort of thing? Oh, what do you mean? Um, did you know how to work a large format yeah. camera then? Uh, okay, so you'd, you'd previously yeah, yeah. used... Yeah, uh, not, not a lot, you know, more in a studio setting for advertisement photography. Uh, never never okay. really traveling this one, you know. <laughs> Never, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, changing film in 40 degrees Celsius heat or 45 degrees Celsius in a, in a changing film changing bag is quite an adventure, you know, and things like this. So, yeah, but yeah. but the image quality at the end, you know, it's just mind blowing. Then, yeah. No, oh, that's cool. Um. Does did language ever become a problem for you no, at all? No, you know, I I never, you know, I I value these tribes so much, and they feel it, yeah. And when when they feel respected, when they feel valued, their hearts are open, and then you, you know, then the sign language is enough. And of course, over time, you know, I build relationship to translators. I knew, okay, in the next village there's someone who can translate from the national language Amharic into the tribe's language and then I always had a translator with me from English into Amharic. So so it's the time, you know, you I learned to communicate somehow, <laughs> you know, found always ways. But when I found a new tribe, it was only sign language. Yeah. So so language is never a problem, you know if yeah, you, I also, you know, when, I, when I'm going into a village, I'm not going there immediately to take pictures. I, I'm spending five days there without a camera. Yeah. For, you know, I, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be one of those tourists, you know, they come into the village and run around with the camera. I, I take pictures like crazy and then leave. I said, for me, it's, it's the relationship that needs to be there first. You know, the way I take pictures with a large format camera is so different. Setting up a studio in a, in a village, you know, with, with, with a pro photo flash and a backdrop, you know, and a tripod, and you go under the dark cloth, you know, it's so different. Um, so, so you need to change the whole way you take pictures, you know. It, it needs to become yeah. almost like a celebration of the village. Um, yeah. You know, where the whole village comes together and watches it and, and wants to be photographed. So at the beginning, you know, when the, the good old days when there still was Polaroid. So I gave them all Polaroids and showed them what I'm doing, you know. And then, and, and then it became an event, it became a celebration in the village and it always ending up, was ending up with a bonfire and uh, sitting at a bonfire and having some good food. So wow. yeah, language language is well, it's never a problem. That's so different from doing, uh, say, studio shoot with yeah. a model or something. <laughs> <laughs> a bonfire at the end, yeah, that is yeah. very different. So I, I I love I love this way of taking pictures. It's yeah, and I don't take a lot of pictures then. You know I. I'm usually seven, eight mm -hmm. days in the village, not longer. 
because it's really hot <laughs> and it, yeah. you know you basically need to take everything you eat to take everything you want to drink with you so you are pretty limited you know so i'm mm. so i'm i'm yeah it's it's so I maybe maybe you know I usually have two boxes of, of film with me, which is a hundred sheets, and that's it. When they are okay. gone, it's gone, you know. So, and then and then because it's so hot, you know, you need to also be very careful with the film. You can't keep them too long in 40, 45 degrees Celsius. So you're really limited yeah. in time how much time you can spend there. Oh, it's so different. So yeah. But what about the other countries? Then, like you say, you went to Afghanistan. Yeah. I mean, never had any problem. You know, I was taking pictures of of girls um, on the website. You find the picture of Monteria with the scar scarf around her head and the big eyes. You know, when I when I took the picture, it was same situation like in in Africa. Your backdrop flash, large camera on a tripod, mm -hmm. me under the black dog uh, cloth. And uh, and I was taking pictures, you know, and then this, this uh, and it was deep, deep in the mountains, high up, you know, in the Hindu Kush uh, um, mm -hmm. mountains, in, uh, right on the border to Pakistan, Afghanistan, you know, it was fantastic uh, there, you know, it's really tribal people. And um, mm. and um, a photo shoot with this girl, you know, it, I maybe was taking forty five minutes with her, and uh, of course I asked the mother and the father and the grandmother and and the whole family, you know, everybody, if I can <laughs> take pictures, and and they all agreed, you know, and it was was really cool. And then uh, when I was finished, you know, my translator that I had with me. You know, I was almost finished with the shoot, you know, he, he pulled my t-shirt and said, hey, stop, stop, stop. And I said, no, 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 I'm not finished. And he said, dangerous, it's very dangerous. And I said, no, 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 it's not dangerous. I kept taking pictures and he got really nervous, you know, he stood finally in front of my camera and said, you need to turn around. So I turned around and I saw 15 Taliban fighters behind me, you know, watching me. I was, I was taking a um, picture of a girl. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and they had their, their guns and, and their Kalashnikovs, you know, and I thought, wow, this is interesting. And they were watching the whole scene, you know, and and uh, I, I thought, what am I doing now, you know? And so I, I smiled at them and said, do you want a picture? And they all understood and said, yes. So I said, Oh my you know, God! I said you're waiting until I'm finished with the girl, and I continued my photo shoot with this beautiful girl, and then I took pictures of the Taliban fighters, you know, and my translator later said he he was convinced they would kill us, and I said why should they? And they said this were Taliban. I said oh really, and and but it was really. Cool time, you know. So I gave them Polaroids, and they it was was good. And then they invited me into the into the kind of the mosque there, and uh, and the evening we all had had uh, dinner together. <laughs> so I never encountered any dangerous, really, or any bad situation. You know, it was always 
when you come with respect, when, when people really feel respected, when people really feel loved and, and not used, um, then yeah. and when they feel you're really interested in them, I never ever had any problem. Never. I think this is the key. If you are interested, if you're interested in the culture, if you're interested in their life, they are open to share their life. Very simple. Yeah. Um, so, so no, never. And I, I went to really dangerous places. <laughs> yeah, because you, you know you could have easily been mistaken for yeah. a spy oh, never, never from the west, problem. couldn't you? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I wish, I wish the tribes would still exist in the in the same way, but, and so I yeah. could continue it in the same speed I did it, but it's not possible. So, yeah, and then, I mean, I went to Algeria, I went to Libya, I went to Mauritania, Kenya, uh, Namibia, Pakistan, Afghanistan, several times, India, many times, Nepal, Bhutan, yeah, lots of, I, I forgot many, I'm sure. <laughs> um, wherever I could find tribes, I was there. Um, so, but not anymore, they, they are basically gone. It's not original anymore. It's just tourist attractions today. It's unbelievable. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and obviously you, you've also done these um, other style photos, haven't you, with a lot of um, there's a lot of ladies more than anything, isn't yeah. there? You know, I, I like the, I like people. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the same. Um, so I, you know, what fascinates me is people. There are two things that fascinate me. One, one is nature. I think nature is just incredible. You know, it's. Um, I'm learning so much through nature. It's it's unbelievable. You know, and so some of my series, as I said, I want to focus on nature. You know, like like the creatures yeah. of the seven seas. Yeah. Of monster and dragon, you know, showing nature. Or right now, I'm working on a series about the the hidden beauties of nature that we don't see. You know, the the beat okay. uh, next to the road and things like this. So, so I I just think you know it's fascinating. It's so beautiful. Um, and and every time when I'm going into the forest, I'm more overwhelmed by the beauty of it. Uh, the other thing that fascinates me is, is simply people, you know, it's, I'm very introverted, you know, I'm not a person that's easily connecting with people, let's say this way, you know, draining okay. me a lot, you know, it's not giving me energy. Um, I'm, yeah. But I'm fascinated by it, you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I think it's, it's just, Amazing, you know, people like the, the features of faces, it's wow, it's it's cool, you know, or the hmm. the beauty, what is the you know beauty or identity really searching for this, you know, finding what, what is beauty, what is you know, how is identity built, how is this all connected, you know? Uh, that that interests me. This is this is yeah, um, pushing me forward, you know, really uh, yeah, no, that's 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 interesting. I got um, I do get interested in people. So, when I take um, 
some sort of portrait photography with models and stuff like that. But there's nothing more that I want to do is just sit with them yeah. for a few minutes just to get to know people because I don't see how you can take a natural picture yeah. of someone without yeah. knowing them. To me, you know, I mean, today we live in, in the world of Instagram <laughs> um, where, yeah. where everybody, you know, who has a phone is a photographer and feels he is a portrait photographer. Um, and at the same time, where all everybody thinks, you know, because I have an Instagram account, I'm a model. That's the other thing, you know. So I'm really... I'm spending a lot of time understanding the times uh, a little bit, you know, what, what in, in, in these modern times, you know, what photography means to people. Yeah, also what beauty yeah, means sure, yeah. to people and how identity is built in that. Uh, so this, this is what really um, drives me forward, you know. I, I mean, I... You know, after the Ascent series, I, I started the, the series, The Tribes of Our Generation. I realized that the tribes of Africa, they are gone. But I saw on an airport, coming back from Ethiopia, I found on an airport a girl with a huge tunnel earring like they have in Africa, in the tribe. Uh, and I was, I said, wow, okay, in Africa we are losing this and this girl is wearing it. What is going on? So I was looking into developments of youth culture. Uh, I was researching a little bit, and and then I realized, yes, there are new emerging youth cultures. It's like these subcultures, you know. And I I said, man, I want to show this, you know. And, and I found I found it's it's working pretty similar like my tribes in Africa, you know. In, in Africa, they have this bonfire, they have their music, they have their language, they're connected as yeah. a family, you know. They, they have this feeling of belonging, you know, I'm a Kara tribes member, you know, this is what I'm wearing, this is, yeah. And um, then looking into this, you know, I felt like, wow, in these youth culture movements, in these subcultures, they have exactly the same. They have their own music. They they have yeah, their true, own yeah. bonfire, their festivals where they are gathering. Yes. Um, they have their own language. They have their own dresses, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and and I yeah. felt like okay, this these youth movements, you know, they want to break out of this uniformity of globalization on one side, but using tools of globalization like the internet. Because they are not like the, the tribes in Africa, all at one place. They are all scattered around the world, connected through Instagram. Yeah. And they know each other through Instagram. And then they come together for yeah. festivals, you know. And I, I, I really said, man, this is what I want to show. This, was, this is how the Tribes of Our Generation series was born, which is basically a continuation of the Africa pictures or the tribal pictures, and they are often shown in an exhibition, um, in, in the same exhibi exhibition together, you know, the, the old, the old was losing, and the new that's emerging. So, um, and then, and then, uh, this, this, you know, I, I, I started asking, okay, what is real beauty, what is, and what is identity today, what is building identity today, 
because it's all different, you know. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So, so, right, yeah. so and uh, yeah, it's for me. For me, um, it's photography is is like a, a search and and a language, and I want to show what I discover. Yeah. So for me, it's not making a beautiful mm. picture. For me, it's bringing yeah. revelation and understanding. Um, this. You see, that's so different to a lot of people because obviously after, um, I think, 81 shows so far, people have talked about what photography is, whether you know whether it's a job. Um, a lot of us say it's therapy for some of us. Um, some people it's addiction because it they have to yeah. go do it, you know. And you know what you're saying is like a, is another thing altogether. Really. Yeah. So it's it's really yeah. If, to me, it's a language, and I want to show something, and I want to share what's in my heart. Point. That's what it is. Well, it definitely works. Yeah. <laughs> it's very simple, you know. For me, I mean, you maybe saw the series, the Moses um, homage to Rodin, August Rodin, which was an amazing stonemason. Um, you know, this series I started because I felt like we have such a distorted understanding of beauty today. Um, where, you know, because of Photoshop and and all of this, you know, the filters on Instagram and, and all of that, you know, I felt like it's all distorted. It's, we, we don't, we are losing what's really beautiful. Um, because we are thinking perfection is beautiful. Yeah. But it's, mm. if you look at nature, nothing is perfect. You, if you, if not yeah, sure. if you look at grass or at the leaf of a tree, each piece has something which is not perfect. But that makes it perfect. Yeah. So I said, and I want to, yeah. and that's the strength of analog photography because you still can trust it. Um, yeah. So I said, I want to I wanna start showing what's beauty, you know, and so the scars on the skin, it's beauty, you know, and things like this. Um, yeah. And uh, so, I, I, but it was first to search for myself. And then I wanted to show it. Yeah. <laughs> I needed to find yeah. this understanding for myself or to myself. Yeah. And then I want to show it, you know, and then I want to live it, um, basically. It's funny how people like yourself yeah. say it's um, like a journey you go yeah. on where you learn about yourself and your interest and what work you need to bring out, whereas um, modern yeah. age and the rest of us in society don't know what yeah. we're doing. We can't express our work. We just go take a picture and wait for the next one because we don't have that same connection like so you. So let's, you, you know, I mean, I'm spending a lot of time trying to understand why I'm doing things because most people, yeah. Or I realize for my life I'm doing things and never think about why I'm doing things. Mm-hmm. So I, I asked my question, why I do take pictures of beautiful girls? And if you look today yeah. at the internet, it's a collection of beautiful girls. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 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 It's like this race 
the more beautiful girls, the better. Yeah, and there, yeah. and it's it's at least here in Germany, it's all the same girls. <laughs> so it's it's like okay. I thought, man, what is going on? And and I was doing the same. Yeah? yeah, and of course I learned a lot through that. I mean, I I learned light. I learned yeah, I learned a lot through that. Let's say it this way. But at the end of the day, I felt these pictures are meaningless. If they exist mm -hmm. or not, doesn't matter. Yeah. Why should I do it? Well, some people say because it's fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, my fun is expensive then. Yeah, because why, if I, yeah. for the portrait itself, I do here in Germany, I use an 8x10 camera and the sheet wow. of film is 16 euro. <laughs> Yeah, and I said, well, that's an expensive fun. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And if it is fun, why don't do it? Do I do it on 35 millimeter? I still have the same fun. Yeah. yeah. So, like that, so I said, yeah. this is stupid if, if I do it for fun. And I felt like it's absolutely meaningless. And then I realized most people even don't look at their, their pictures. They take them, mm. and maybe they end up on Instagram and get some likes, mm -hmm. but they never really look at their pictures. For me, a picture is not when it's on Instagram. Yeah, for me, a picture is mm. when it's physically existing as a print. Yeah, for me, having having files on a hard drive does not give me the feeling it's a picture. Yeah, it's. It's files, you know, and you never look, everybody knows that you never look at the files again. And you only miss them when you have a hard time, hard time crash. Yeah, that's the reality. Yeah. Um, and I said, this is so stupid. And I, so I was, and, and then I, I was doing this same, but analog. And I felt like I'm working on a collection of beautiful girls. And I put them on a shelf like a trophy. Yeah, and that's yeah. when I look today at most photography on Instagram, that's how I'm feeling or on 500 px. Trophies, yeah, you yeah. know, and it's all yeah. flat and superficial and absolutely meaningless. If I'm honest, yeah, I don't want to hurt anyone. This was this is what I felt. <laughs> this is Yes, yeah, yeah, this, is, this yeah. is how I, and I said, man, I'm not gonna do this race. I'm not part of this. I'm I from one day to the other I stopped taking pictures of beautiful girls. And I said, This is so stupid, this is so meaningless, this is actually ridiculous. I and then I said I I I I made a, a um a girl um and we became really, really good friends. And I, I asked her if I can take pictures of her. And she said yes. And mm -hmm. in this photo shoot, I felt something was very different. Yeah. And my mm. the way I was looking at her was different. And my way, what I wanted, my thinking, what I want to create was different. I did not want to create another trophy on my shelf. I yeah. said, I want to create something that has meaning. 
Yeah, so, and I, I was very intentional in this photo shoot, and it became a very, very intense photo shoot. And uh, I developed a negative, it was 8 by 10, and I turned it into a platinum print. And for the first time, I was nervous developing the negative because I wanted to see if I feel something or if it is just nice. Yeah? And I looked at the negative, it was eight negatives, and I felt something. I did not understand why and what, but I felt something. And I said, well, this is, I turned it into a platinum print. I knew I need to change also my printing techniques. And I, and I said, I want to turn it into something novel. Yeah, and I turned it into a, a, a platinum print. And I looked at it and I said, I feel something and it's very different. It's still a beautiful picture. Yeah, but I said, Something in yeah. my heart connects to it, something. So I was very nervous showing showing um, Kim, that's her name, the the print, you know, and uh, and as she came, um, and I, I placed it on the big table, and, and I was very quiet because I wanted to see her and watch her, how she is responding, you know, and she did not say for a few minutes anything. And wow. I felt while she's connecting to the photograph, you know, and she was actually touching the photograph, like, and and trying to feel some, you know, and you never touch a photograph. Everybody yeah. it's stupid. No, don't, don't touch know. a photograph, it's stupid. But she, she yeah. touched it, it's like she wanted to feel it. And I thought, wow, she feels it, it's different. And then I said, so what do you think? And then she said, wow, this is very different. And I said, yeah, that's, that's true. And she looked <laughs> at it for a long, long time, you know, and very intense. And then I felt, wow, this picture has meaning because it means something to her. And she feels something and she is trying to discover herself in the picture. So this was the first picture and I said, wow, Jeez. And I, I said, wow, and then um, we became even better friends and we are kind of, uh, yeah. And I, I asked her, you know, if, if I can take more pictures of her, you know, and I already knew in my mind, I want to only take pictures of one person now. Because I want to go much deeper in my understanding of portrait photography um, and how to create how to create pictures that really matter, yeah? And uh, so I asked her, um, I asked him, I would like to do a whole exhibition with you. And she's not a photo model. She is, she's modeling, yeah? Okay. But um, not, yeah. not a professional model. And she, and, and, and she, is, she is amazing and, and, and she, you know, looked at me and said, wow, yes. And then I said, I don't know where this is leading us, you know, I have no idea. But I felt together we're going to search for something that's real and that's truthful. Yeah, because that's, that was clear to me. 
if people need to feel something, if I want that people feel something through my pictures, I need to feel something. And I take the picture. Mm. I cannot be cold, you know, and also the, the, the model needs to feel something. That was very clear to me. So I started, I started studying a lot about art, paintings, you know, studied, and, and Kim did the same, you know, we, we studied together artists, Van Gogh, you know, Schiele, um, Modigliani, okay. um, um, and, and all of them, you know, just trying to find out the, how to get meaning into a picture, you know, and feelings. And it became quite a search, you know, and we are on this now for, for a little bit more than a year, I would say. And uh, and um, each picture, you know, became like an adventure, you know, and and we realized, um, and, and in the old days, you know, um, of photography, for a photographer, it was very clear. Uh, a picture is, a portrait picture is at the same time a mirror and a window. A mirror where you can see the photographer and a window you can look through and see the person you took the picture of. So, yeah, so, so for a painter that was very clear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or for, for Richard Avedon, you know, who said, you know, all the pictures he is taking of people is like portraits of himself. It's pictures of himself. But he yeah, yeah, I agree. So, yeah. so in each picture, he finds himself. So I said, well, yeah. if I, I need to allow emotions here, if I want people to have emotions. And at mm -hmm. the same time, I, that's what's in my heart, people will see in the picture. And that's what's in the heart of the model, people will see in the picture as well. So we, yeah. and, and that, that's what's fascinating me, and that's what we are trying to discover in our portrait photography right now. Um, and in the series yeah. we are creating, and it's, it's uh, about love and affection, um, and really showing the world a new understanding of, of love, of relationship, and all of this through photography. That's much more wow. meaningful and much more needed in the time span today than a collection of just beautiful girls. You're so right. Thing is, though, are you posing the model with an idea? Yes. Sometimes I have the yeah. idea, and and um, and the the model, in this case, Kim, does what I say. Sometimes, you know, we. We are just working on something together, you know, uh, because yeah. she is all, she's also creative, and and she and so we yeah. we complete each other a lot. That's that's how yeah. we're doing it. So it's it's both together and sometimes alone. She also takes a lot of self portraits um, because she's also trying to find out who she is, and she realized if I look at them, it's like a mirror, and she can't find out. And it's really, to us, it's really fantastic to, to learn who we are, what we are, what our feelings are, and all of this. And that's, I think, what we need today in photography, um, where the pictures are today far too flat and, yeah.
So and when people see those pictures, they are always feeling something and blown away. That's, oh, well, it's that's not cool. it's not a picture you would say, oh, beautiful. Of course, the picture is beautiful. <laughs> but the picture say, yeah. wow, I can feel something. Yeah. And obviously, that's so, why the things I said to you at the beginning, because it's hard to put these yeah. into words over the airwaves. Um, and I'm working off memory. You know, I wasn't even looking at your images. <laughs> so, because obviously the, the stuck in my mind so much has been so different from everywhere yeah. else. So, so for me, uh, it's all about we want to create images with that matter. You know, people. Yeah. It can't turn away. You know, most images. You know, you look at them. And you turn away and you forgot them. Yeah. That's absolutely meaningless in this picture. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I said, I don't want to take pictures like this, you know. People look at them, maybe say it's beautiful, turn around, and in that second they forget it. If I don't need to spend the money to create this picture. I don't want to expose this noble silver. <laughs> and, and then having something um, that's basically meaningless. So, so, yeah. and uh, if you look, you know, if you look at the painters or the old painters or the modern painters like Modigliani or Picasso, you know, it was all creating something that matters. It was all about creating something that helps society or helps people to understand. So art, in my opinion, and photography, in my opinion, isn't, hopefully enough, <laughs> um, is needs to lead to revelation. Yeah, it's, so mm. it's like showing what's inside of you, making the most private, mm. common, open, sharing this. And with this, allowing other people to grow. And understand. Yeah. That's, to me, art. That's why I'm doing photography. Yeah, it's funny that, because I know a few a few more artists, and they talk about this, that um, their feelings are part of what they create. One second. It, yeah. It's, yeah, it's... You, you know, it's, I think art in these days is what society needs the most. Yeah. yeah, and what can change society the most. It's, and nothing builds more identity than art right now. Nothing connects people, <laughs> the young generation, more than art. It's really yeah. needed. What's not needed is collection of beautiful girls. If you if you look at if you look at the young generation today, yeah. because the things that define them as an individual are not existing anymore. The culture that defined them and told them who they are, it's not it's all one. Nothing defines them anymore. Yeah. So, so they are connected all over the world. They have all the opportunities in communication. 
and become lonely and don't know who they are. Yeah, but do you think now that it's going to be digital? Because it's so easy for people to adapt. Well, you, you know, <laughs> I tried digital. I gave it a fair chance. Mm -hmm. And I must say I'm a Leica ambassador and I own the, the, the flagship cameras of Leica. Yeah, uh, okay. they are very generous to me. Um, and I, you know, the creatures of the 7C series is created with Leica Digital and then turned okay. into yeah. analog platinum prints, handmade platinum prints. To me, yeah. you know, my main topic in photography is portrait photography. Yeah, it's people. Okay. And I really tried yeah. it with digital. I also tried it with Leica, with the best digital stuff you can have in your hands and the most expensive stuff, yeah. you know. And it's just not working to me. I don't feel <laughs> anything looking at the picture at the end. I did a test with right. one of my friends. He's a digital photographer a few, few years yeah. back. So because he, he always tried to convince me. and He said, you are stupid. You are spending 10 hours on a picture um, in the dark room and you can do this much faster. And I said, well, I don't want to be stupid. If I can do it faster and better, I, I'm always open to this. You know, I'm not one of them who says, yeah. oh, um, I can't change. Yeah. And or it always yeah. needs to be this way. I want to use the best to create the best picture. I want to use the right tool yeah. to create the best picture. So I need to be open for everything, you know, I said. So I, and I, I told him, you know, it does not work for me. And he said, yeah, maybe you're too old and you are not flexible enough anymore. And I said, yeah, this could be. Yeah, or, or maybe you like too much silver, you know, the process, you like to be too, too much involved. But the image yeah. at the end is the same. And I said, is this true? And he said, yes, it's absolutely true, Jan. So I said, I don't believe it because I tried it. And I said, yeah, but you are not good in Photoshop. You are not good in printing uh, on the, with the computer. And I said, yeah, that's fair. I have no experience with this. Yeah. So I said, how are we doing this? I said, we, do, we take the same picture at the same moment, I said. I take it with my 4x5. And you take it with a medium yeah. format, digital camera, with a Hasselblad back, I think. Okay. Um, with our face one, I, I can't remember. So it was, was yeah. high end. And then he's a, he, 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 and I said, you turn, turn it. And I said, I, I make the print, the analog print, and I give you the analog print mm -hmm. because that's, that's what I want, that it looks like this. Yeah. Yeah. And so that you don't over Photoshop it. Yeah. And that you know where you need to go. So as close as possible yeah. to it. And he said, Oh, that's, that's easy. And so, so we, we did it, you know, and then I said, okay, then we're going to do it the following. We're going to look, we're going to put, and we said we printed in the same size, everything. Yeah. Same paper surface. I said, it's let's do this. Um, as a real experiment. And I said, then we're gonna, we're gonna have coffee together and we're gonna put it on the table and we're gonna look at it and we're gonna be very honest. Yeah, 
and then we're going to invite other people to look at this, and we don't tell them anything, that this one is analog and the other one is digital. We don't tell them. Right. We just ask them what they think, what is better. It was an identical second when we took the, it was a portrait. Yeah? Um, yeah. Almost identical lens position. Yeah? So what very, very, in, uh, I said, maybe, maybe I just need to learn it. Yeah? Maybe I'm just too old. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so we did it. And uh, about two weeks later, you know, I presented my print and he presented his print. It was on the table. I looked at it. And for me, it was very obvious. I saw it immediately. This is no question for me. Okay. You know, and I, yeah. I said, it looks the same. It feels not the same. I, that's why I told him. And the guy said, yeah, you are right. I said, wow. He said, it's some, it's really, he said, it's really, really strange. They look almost completely the same, but yours is warm. Mine, wow. he said, has no temperature. That's what he said. Has no temperature. <laughs> it's, yours is warm. And I said, mm-hmm. So then we had two hours later, the other friends coming, about 30. They did not know about anything about our experiment. We had the pictures okay. on the table and we just asked them to look at them and tell us which one is better because mm -hmm. we, we said we, we cannot find out which one is better. Yeah, and we, yeah. we want to know which negative to choose. That's how we said it. And they yeah. looked at it and out of the 30, 30 showed off the analog picture. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. So for me, after this, there was no question anymore. You know, we are hearing yeah. so often in, in art, you know, look for the magical things. And I believe mm -hmm. there is a magical thing. Somehow, yeah. when you invest eight or ten hours in producing a beautiful print, you feel those mm. 10 hours. Okay. Yeah? You feel the heart of that in, in that. When you push Apple yeah. P, and maybe you, you tweaked it on Photoshop for an hour or whatever, yeah? But you mm. did not put any craft in the print. Yeah. And I think this makes a difference. Yeah. So that's that's what I believe. It's I mean the prints, if I'm honest, they looked identical. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, like the guy said, yours is warm. This one has no temperature. And he he was a hardcore <laughs> digital. He he all the time tried to convince me to go digital. So and after that, he said, hey, I, 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 I must say, yours is better. So this is in portrait, portrait photography to me, you know, where it's a lot about emotion. Yeah. Um, for my creatures of the seven seas, which are more scientific also. Yeah. 
I don't have the feeling that I need to put so much emotion in the taking picture. Yeah? But I still feel I need to put a lot of craft and emotion and time into creating the print. I tried it yeah. with digital prints. Yeah, okay. and I felt at the end it's still flat. It's right. Then I turned it into platinum prints. I even added erodium as a second metal component, very novel. And it turned into a complete different feel. So, yeah. so that's why the creatures of the seven seas. I can take those those digitals, but they would not work as digital prints. I need to turn them into handmade platinum prints in order yeah. that the viewer feels the value of the image and the beauty of what what's in the image. So what does platinum give you? In, in platinum, I mean, it's the most novel printing or developing process. It's a historical process. Yeah. Is, yeah, and platinum is it's very expensive. I mean, a print is is uh, just a metal that's in the it's pure platinum in the print, uh, okay. and and because and platinum has the highest tonal range or dynamic range of any photographic process. Nothing more levels oh, right. of gray, finer levels of gray in high contrast. You have the deepest blacks. You have, uh, yeah, incredible tonal tonal uh, range, and the stability of the picture is at least a thousand years. Oh wow! So, okay. so it's the most novel you can. If you are thinking of a printing process, digital or analog, chemical or whatever, platinum print mm -hmm. is the end of the line. It's the most right. delicate to create, the most expensive. A, a print, just the material for print is 250 euro. Yeah. Oh, how, how many prints would you get out of that then? What do you mean? No, only, only the material for one print in uh, yeah. One, one print? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Wait, maybe I have one here. No, I don't. Yeah, it's it's the most novel. It's it's really the metal pl platinum in the purest form you have on the print. So the plaque is metal. <laughs> so I love this process. Um, I'm, I I I I I love it, but it's it's very difficult to do. Um, and very super expensive and very, a lot of uh, and very time consuming. Yeah, imagine. So, do, would you do that purposely to sell though? Yeah, I mean, I do it not because I want to sell it. I I do it because I want to have I want to have an a technique that represents the the thing I saw. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, so yeah. that that fits also the the subject, you know. And for the fish series, yeah. the creatures of the seven seas, I felt okay. 
the fish really fit um, and the, the, the platinum print really fits the series. I have another series um, yeah. of Monster and Dragon, which are salt prints, handmade salt prints. Um, another historical process based on silver, not on platinum. Um, um, also very, very difficult to make. Um, and I felt, okay, the salt print really fits this series the best. Yeah, shows shows the the nature, the character of the nature, and, and the character of uh, of the spiders and these bugs and these butterflies the best. So, so I use you know I'm, I'm when I when I start a series I'm thinking a lot about okay how do I how do I um, how how does the print at the end really represent the most the subject in the picture. And, and really yeah. values that the most. Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic way of thinking. So, so the, the end goal is always the print, you know? So when, yeah. I, when I start taking a picture, I already think about, okay, the end goal must be the physical print. Yeah, I don't take a picture just to take a picture. I take a picture to have a, a print in the hands at the end that I can put on the wall. So, and that's what photography should be, or always used to be. It's all, yeah. It was always the print. No, no photographer was happy to have negatives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it course, was yeah. about Sounds the print, so, yeah. you know. He thought, yeah. he, you know, when he took the picture, he already thought, okay, how do I need to expose it for that the print will be excellent? It was already the print in mind, you know, the result was the print, the result was not the click. And yeah. today, I think yeah. the result is the click, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you're right, yeah. I, I don't know if it's because we've lost something, um, whether it's the people teaching us and generations around us, and, you know, a lot of us have come to it with self-taught stuff, so there's always gaps in knowledge yeah. i think um i feel it's something i have uh, a lot of gaps but i feel i'll have a lot less gaps than some people and it because i've shot both analog and yeah. digital i can see some good things and bad things for either um you can't beat the convenience yeah. of digital without a doubt but who wants to have convenience come on <laughs> I mean, when, yeah, if I want to have a convenient life, I mean, come on, I'm not born to have a convenient life, right? Yeah. I don't want to create convenient yeah. art. I, yes. You know, to me, the main model in Long life, and, and it's in photography, but in every part of my life, you know, the, mm. the good is the enemy of the best. <laughs> yeah, so we can have easily the good, the good pictures, but who cares? I mean, there are billions of pictures, countless of good pictures. Who cares about that? Yeah. Nobody. No, I want the best. Not so that people think I'm the best, you know, but that 
it would influence, that it would be, have meaning in this world, that I can leave something behind that people will maybe recognize or, or change something in them. Even if it is only a thought of joy. That is, for me, you know, so why, why should I have a, you know, convenience is, is never a goal. This is stupid to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if I, no, I don't need that, you know. I want, yeah. I, I rather have pain, but at the end, something mm -hmm. excellent. Yeah. And, and it's like this, you know, in life, yeah. the, the, the good things, you get cheap. It's very difficult yes. to have, yeah, it's, it's, so, it's so easy, you know, to have a good life today. So easy to have a good picture. I mean, come on, all the cameras do it by themselves. The iPhones, yeah, you know, the, the artificial intelligence yeah. that's coming now, everything, you know, it's so easy to have a good picture. You don't, it's, you just put the filter over it or whatever, you know. But to have a great picture, it's very difficult. Yes. So, yeah. I ain't got there yet. One <laughs> so convenience is not, no, never a goal in life. That's no, a, that's a, yeah. No. My life is not convenient. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, though, after a lot of trips to where you've you, been, you have no, you cannot imagine, you know, how these trips changed my life and all the perspective yeah. on life you you know it's yeah mm -hmm. convenience is not what we want yeah so no that's cool no well thank I you so much uh, I, I hope i hope it makes you think and people think no no i do as well so, um, I think it's lovely sentiment. Yeah, so if people have want to ask questions, they can go on my Instagram and direct message me. Um, that, that's a good way. Like like you mentioned, the website form, uh, the, 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 the feedback form is not a good mm -hmm. idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, best, the best way for me is in, indeed through Instagrams uh, because you, you cannot write that's a lot. Cool. You know, and you're on Instagram. That's the really nice thing in the communication. You just, you are very precise, very short. And you don't have the yeah. feeling you need to be polite and say, hey, how are you doing? How are your feelings? How is life? You know, people are right to the point, you know. And I enjoy this a lot because I do everything on my phone today and then I don't want to write a lot. I want to put a smiley uh, uh, emoji, a, a smile at the end. Then hopefully, hopefully this is yeah. enough. But but um, so if people if people have any questions, they 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 are happy. They are happy uh, to write me on Instagram. Um, again, I'm also doing workshops. Yeah. Right. So we we are teaching a lot about window mirror this relationship. You know the. This is this that. is what I believe is the most important today in photography to understand. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think you're right. I, I, I've said to a few people that um, your photographs tell me something about so, you. So, uh, good. Hey, it was, was, it, was it a great time talking <laughs> to you. I hope, I hope people will enjoy oh, the podcast. It was, it was a little bit longer than yeah. expected, huh? Wow. Yeah, I know, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> no, that's fine. Do you want to just tell everybody your address? Okay, your address. Hello, hello people over there, you know, in this wonderful podcast. I hope you enjoyed this time, you know. I, I hope it's not a the, the podcast is not going to be too cut too much together, you know. Um, so if you if you want to follow me on Instagram, which would be a great joy and pleasure, you know. Uh, my Instagram is Jan Schlegel. It's very simple, Jan Schlegel. My website is Jan Schlegel Photography. If you search this, you're going to find it easily. Hey, yeah. let's rock the planet. Let's take amazing pictures <coughs> and let's create pictures that matter. That's what it needs. No, that's all that. That's cool. I'll put links in anyway <coughs> for you, awesome. uh, my friend. Um, and the last question for you, I ask every guest, um, I do this sort of pay-it-forward scheme. Um, who would you like to see on the show in the future? Maybe someone you know, someone you admire, maybe someone you've worked with. Who do you think would be interesting? <laughs> okay. I think, okay, but I, I think, you know, the person I was talking about, Kim, she would oh, yeah. have quite something to say. She does amazing self-portraits. She's working uh -huh. very close with me and we are very close. And I think she would be she would be amazing if if she would share her discovers discoveries. I think yeah. yeah. Um so so she is she is um yeah, she's amazing. So, so she would be good. I can I can give you the address uh, on her her Instagram. Um, that that'd be wonderful. I don't know if you want to reach out to her, see if she'd be I, interested. I can ask her. It would be very. You you would yeah. need to be very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think you know she doesn't know that. I think she thinks she has nothing to share. I think she has a lot to share. Um, yes, I think she would be good. Good. She would come more from the learner side also because she is learning from me. And, hmm. But together we are discovering all this stuff to get, um, I was just talking about. And and her perspective would be would be really interesting to hear too. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, let's hope we make. Yeah. It so so that would be a really <laughs> cool follow up, actually. I think. Yeah, yeah, that would be really nice. Actually. And again, her self-portraits and and her, she, you know, she does black and white works, also platinum works. It's it's amazing. It's it's really, and she is an artist. She just discovered that she is an artist, and it's going through all these tumults in in her. You know what that means. And I think yeah, because of yeah. this, she has a lot to share to a lot of people. I think it will be really, really amazing for the for people to hear what she's going through and how she's developing. Yeah. 
Well, that sounds great. <laughs> so I look forward to that. I, I sent you. I send you her Instagram, and yeah, the best way to reach out to her is also through Instagram. And but I will also okay, tell her cool. that I, yeah, yeah, that. So sometimes it's just nice to get that introduction into it. Um, so sometimes you just need that to say, you know, I'm a genuine person yeah, yeah. out there. I'm not just some random stranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll no, I, I will. I will tell you. Cool. Right. Well, thank you so I'm much. Anna. It's been an absolute when pleasure. When is it going to be online? Do you know? I... Right. Will you enjoy yourself? And I look forward to seeing more work. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Bye. Thank. Thank, thank you so you. much, Jan. Bye. Bye.